0: It's lunchtime, a great time to talk spider football. This is Behind the Web with University of Richmond head coach Russ Huseman. Live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on Ridgefield Parkway. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Everlay and Virginia 529. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-327-0888 email behind the web at richmond.edu or on Twitter using spider voice at Richmond Athletics or at ESPN Richmond. Now here's the voice of the spiders, Bob Black with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web presented by Glory Days Drill on one zero six one ESPN and the Spider Sports Network.
1: Udinsky hands to Aaron Dykes. Big hole at the 10 to the 5 to the end zone. Aaron Dykes is in for the Spider score from 12 yards
2: out and Richmond's offense rolls down the field on its first possession. Break blocking up front. Dykes makes one miss. Gets right into the end zone. Heck of a start for the Spiders. Shotgun snap. Mylon Howard to the 2 to the 1 to the goal line.
1: Touchdown. Mylon Howard's drive as he Takes it from start
2: to finish and is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. Nice burst by Marlon Howard. That offensive line gets off the ball, tied up around his feet, but reaches for that goal line. He can smell it, gets in.
1: And we welcome you into Glory Days Grill out here on Ridgefield Parkway in the Glen Eagles Shopping Center for our special playoff edition of Behind the Web. A very pleasant good Thursday afternoon to you. Sunsplash day. Everything's coming up great, and we're glad you're with us this afternoon, whether you're in-house or you're listening on air, and we would love for you to interact if you're doing that. Behind the Web at richmond.edu is our email address for questions and comments, and 804-327-0888 is our text line, and we'll get to some of them as we move along. During the course of the next hour, we'll wrap up the Spiders' playoff victory over Davidson in such convincing fashion last week, and then we'll start to preview the Sacramento State game as the Spiders get on the plane later today and head out west for their first ever football game in the state of California so a lot to get to and we've got a very special panel with us today of course coach Russ Huseman is alongside and then we have brought spider wide receivers coach and former spider standout defensive back. Winston October with us today, and we're going to talk about the great group of wide receivers that Coach October has been dealing with this season. And then uh, his old teammate and great friend and my partner in the radio and TV booth, Chris Anderson joins us today here at Glory Days Grill as well. So we welcome all of you guys and we look forward to some great spider and college football talk. Russ, congratulations on playoff victory number one. Uh, How did that feel last week to build that lead the way you did and by mid to late third quarter you were starting
3: to be able to get the regulars out of the game well it was nice it was nice to get some guys some playing time uh a couple young offensive linemen our wideouts we got a bunch in there i wish we you know obviously you can't throw the ball in that situation um you know we would love to have seen kyle throw it a little bit and let some of these wideouts catch some balls but at that point in time, you you can't. you just got to bleed the clock and let him hand it off, and hopefully you get first downs that way, and and we did. But um, it was nice to get all those guys playing time. Does it help even a little bit? Obviously, Sacramento State had the full week off.
1: Does it help even a little bit that you got your guys who have played so many snaps this season the opportunity to not have to take as many in that game as they had been taking in the regular season as you prepare for this week?
3: Yeah, I mean, it was really good. Defensively, you know – We're pretty thin with numbers, and and by NCAA rules, you can only dress 64, and um, it was was pretty tough. I mean, we were playing guys that probably shouldn't have been playing late in the game there. You'd like for them to get out of the game at 30 snaps, Um, but, you know, we had three defensive ends that could play and three defensive tackles and three linebackers inside that could play. So, uh, you know, we had to probably play a few guys – more snaps than we wanted offensively uh you know we got a lot of guys out but still you know a couple offensive linemen had to play probably a little bit more than you'd want them to but uh at this time of year kind of is what it is and uh, you know you just gotta you you don't expect to say all right middle of the third quarter now we're going to start sending a bunch of people mm-hmm. in but
2: uh it, that was the case and and it worked out good for us chris <clears throat> coach at the end of the game we heard you say. Uh, you know, we came out of that game fairly healthy, which is which is big for anyone, particularly at the end of the season, um, you know, just, I guess, what, what kind of effect will that have going forward? How do you feel about that? Did you expect to be this healthy at this point? Well, we're as healthy as we've been the last couple games,
3: William and Mary and Davidson. Uh, you know, Wayne Galloway didn't play in the Davidson game. He won't play this week. Other than that, Everybody else that kind of had the nicks and the bruises in a missed game or two missed games are all back and ready to go. Uh, You know, the the guys that that had season-ending injuries obviously are done. But, um, again, as healthy as we could be right now.
1: Hey, let me go back to something that you just mentioned because Chris and I actually had this conversation on the air. When you brought Kyle in the game, it was still mid-third quarter, and Winston, chime in on this as well because you're, you're bringing in new wide receivers as well. Philosophically, is it not okay to throw the ball a little bit with your backup guy in a situation like this? I mean, you wouldn't do it with Reese and Jacob Harris and Josiah Williams and Leroy Henley, but with your backups in the game to get them the experience that you'll be looking for down the road, or is that kind of coaching taboo even in that situation?
4: Well, um, I, I, I'll say this, that, you know, uh, sometimes the, the plays dictate, you know, um, if Cal is going to, you know, throw it or, or, or run it, if we're going to run the ball, and so... Uh, some on some of those plays, uh, they were called runs, and some plays were, you know, RPO type plays. Mm-hmm. So um, his read told him to to hand the ball mm-hmm. off, and and we did at uh, at some points in his in those drives, we did turn around and throw the ball. But the way the game was, you know, at that point, you kind of want to get through the game and 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 get those guys the experience. And you know, if it's a pass or a run, it, it actually. They're getting playoff experience.
1: Makes sense. And, Russ, I'm not saying throw the ball like every play or 12 times or throw it like Reese does, but at some point you want to get your your future kind of uh, their feet wet a little bit, don't you?
3: Yeah, I think think if we would have had more depth defensively, um, I I probably would have let him throw it a couple times. Um, You know, because – and I I told Billy when we started the second half, I said, Billy, bleed the clock, man. And the reason I told him that – was not because I was worried about how the game would end. I was worried about having Tristan Wheeler at linebacker late in the fourth quarter, and that's all we got. You know, and so that's a scary proposition. And some some of these guys in the game, late in the game, and so I wanted to just get that thing over with as fast as possible. And you throw an incomplete pass, and now you got another 40 seconds of potentially Tristan playing late in the game. Um, I feel bad you know I'd look out there and and we got a bunch of bunch of subs in there, but um you know and Tristan's still out there we got a whole new secondary out there and and uh you know it's it's uh it, it, we, we, it was what, you know, Phil, we had to move. Uh, we told Phil, all right, Phil, you and Tristan are going to go every two plays. <laughs> and so we started out having some confusion there because we had uh, Donovan Hoylette at Mike. And, you know, when you practice the option, you're practicing a specific, you're practicing the Mike linebacker. You're pra- and I, I'll never forget uh, uh, in that game, and, and we're late, and it's late, and, you know, and, and uh, I tell Justin, I said, Justin, I don't want Wheeler in there the whole time. I said, Move him and and Phil in you know every other couple plays and um, and, I, and I remember uh, Woods sitting here trying to tell uh, Phil what to do. I right, Phil now here's your keys, here's your reads, and he's looking. at him. I said finally I said Phil you're a linebacker, just go make a play and uh, and uh, so you know and a couple times you know we would send Phil in and Donovan runs out. And I said Donovan what are you doing man? He said well Phil came in the game. We said Donovan, no, he, him and Tristan are going to switch up. Uh, it, was, it was tough managing it. Well, if that was the <laughs> hardest part of last Saturday, I'd, I'd call that a big W mm-hmm. at, at that point.
1: Uh, how do you feel the regulars did? I mean, what they did accomplish in the time they were in there, obviously Reese was, was great, 28 of 31, the running game with, with Mylan. I don't know if you've ever had a drive, Coach, where, and I don't mean like two or three plays, but I'm talking nine plays and whatever it was, 75 yards, and the same guy carries the ball on every play into the end zone.
3: Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, at halftime, I, I, went, I, I told uh, uh, Justin Poindexter, I said, "I want Mylan in the game." And I, at some point in time in the third quarter, and, and, and it's actually the first pl- first yeah. series of the. I, I'm sure they had already planned on getting Mylan in there, but um, and
2: I didn't even realize that he had carried it every time yeah. on that drive, right, Cressy did. Absolutely. And um, I guess what I brought up was just the depth of that running back room. Um, you know, when you get the opportunity, you know, you got to make the most of it because you got Dante Black. You, I mean, you have uh, Fane Webb, and of course, you have the, the two starters. So you have to compete and, and make the most of your opportunity. I thought he thought he did a great job of that.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're they're good players, no question. And um, you know, we're we're pretty deep there. Obviously, we're deep at wideout. Um, you know, we're not deep at some other spots, but we are deep in those spots. So the numbers,
1: Winston, October wide receiver, Coach. Let's get into that since Winston is here with us today. And, by the way, he kept the tradition going. He got the, the wings like every – I'm sure the players said something to you this week, didn't they? That Coach, you <laughs> got to get the little wings. little
4: nudge. A little nudge. Yeah, a
1: little nudge. Good. Let, let's keep it going. All right. Your wide receivers, 286 receptions, 2,972 yards, 20 touchdown catches. Seven different receivers have caught passes. Has this group – Met or exceeded
4: your expectation from where you were very high on them in August. Well, I'll say this: you know, it's it's our wide receivers is what what we like to say is, um, and, and the biggest thing is is they're still you know going after their goals that they wrote down uh, the, the, this 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 spring going into the fall. Um, they are achieving you know part of that. The biggest thing is um, as Coach Husman always talks about is one and zero. Oh um what what we try to do is we don't talk about our stats in the room we just talk about whoever we're playing against and then trying to do the best we can as far as uh making an impact and that that's the biggest thing for us but um where they are right now to answer your question i um i I think the beginning of the year i told them i i I said i think you guys are the best receiving core in in the caa um but you have the potential to do that and potential just means you haven't done it yet and so we just got to go to work and so I think that uh, that's what we're doing right now. Our, our we're in our second season. We're, we're going to go up to California. A lot of them haven't been to California before. I'm glad Coach uh, got us going there a day early so we can get out the newness of it and uh, get ready to go against a team that's 11 and 0. That's really good. You got really good DBs. We got a big time challenge. So.
2: And so, you know, you've, you've kind of moved to the other
4: side. Sold out on me a little bit, former DB. <laughs> that's true. Um,
2: and that's, you know, traditionally, you know, prima donna position. But that, that's that's another conversation for D- another day. DB but, or wide receiver? <laughs> oh. Receiver. So my, my question is. He really has sold out. If he has to ask that thank question. You, thank he you. He really Bob. has sold out. So uh, we talk so often in the booth about uh, just how aggressively and, and how well these guys block. And so, what's your conversation uh, with the receivers? Why, you know, I mean, that's a big thing that they get out there on the edge and they're willing to sacrifice their body and block. So, talk to me about that. Well,
4: I'll tell you this: before I before I took uh, the position, Coach Husman and I. we talked, and one of the things he talked about, <laughs> Coach, I'll say this: is he's like these guys don't block. <laughs> and so, <laughs> absolutely, I was so bad so, last year. <laughs> and so, um, my one of my first meetings, honestly, Chris, is I I went in there and I said, look, there's only one ball, and uh, if you don't have the ball, you're a blocker, and hashtag non-negotiable. And uh, if you're not blocking them, we don't want them. We're, we're not going to let you play. And so, those guys really bought into that, and you know it's great to see you know in, in pictures too you see guys blocking and you see guys getting excited about blocks even even in that you talk about the run with with Mylan, those guys were like yo let's keep calling it keep you know they were just excited for the opportunity to block and i think that's a that's a mindset that's that's a culture that they're building
1: so back in your guys day when you were teammates roommates you know all of that there were no such things as hashtags <laughs> but Chris, could you ever imagine that Winston October would be this guy with all these sayings
2: and Absolutely. and hashtag
1: how come why
2: uh, he's a he's a walking hashtag <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so he was been, he's been doing that for years before a hashtag
4: was a hashtag yeah like, i didn't I, I didn't realize it was a hashtag now I know
2: <laughs> I'll say this this is what I'll say my my one Winston story, and I'll leave it alone he's he thinks differently he sees the game differently uh we would watch uh, film for hours, and I'm an X and O guy, so I would see the X and O's. I'm also going to get the game plan from the coaches. I'm going to run that down. thought I was pretty intelligent, and so I'd have that down in no time, and, uh, you know, he would watch, but he would go beyond X's and O's, and he would come up, and he'd be like, yeah, so when the receiver pulls his left thigh up and scratches his neck, it's going to be X, Y, Z. I'm like, you know, that that's great, Winston. However, you know, I can't tell Coach Jeff Hanson, you know, if I get beat, I can't go back to him and say, what Winston told me to look for. Actually, what he used to say is, hey, hey, Winston, stay focused. Stay focused. (laughs) That's exactly what I (laughs) would say. But I I just have always respected the guy. Look, I think, you know, you can have your athletic ability and your understanding of the game, and there's something extra just, just something special that uh, the great ones have, and I always thought he had it, and, uh, and I respected that.
1: Um, before I get Winston to answer this question, Russ, I'll ask you this question. because you were a defensive back as well. Um, what's the um, advantage maybe to having been on the other side, having been a defensive back, and being able to think now like a wide receiver?
3: Well, first thing I'm going to ask is how many career interceptions you have. Exactly. That was my point. I, how many do you have? There's a reason. How many yeah. career
2: interceptions? I think I had like six, Coach. You had six. How many do you have? Like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason right. I led the league in um, in uh, <coughs> pass deflections, and he led the league in interceptions.
3: Twelve. Twelve. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Six is good. Yeah. I mean, six is fine. <laughs> um, but what question. was your question? I, that
2: was a
1: better question. I like that little banter back and forth. Um, I was a four-year
2: starter, so I don't know how good that is. Well, He was a
1: four-year all-conference starter.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
4: Oh, so. you know? uh, coach, um, you got <laughs> seeing it, Coach.
1: Seeing it as a defensive back and being the wide receivers coach and, and how that might be an advantage to, to kind of be in the head of the defensive backs while he's coaching the wide receivers.
3: Um I get I mean that's a question you, you got to ask him. I've never coached the wideouts, nope, and not, that's so sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a question for Winston. So the perspective there?
4: Yeah, I I, I cheat a little bit. <laughs> um there's certain things that like a DB would do in his demeanor that, you know, those guys are looking at. Um you know, I I know you, we talked about a lot of sayings and stuff, but you know the best player is not the one with the most skills, the one that anticipates the fastest. Mm. And so before the, the ball is snapped, usually uh, each DB, I give them a, a deal that that player does or lacks his deficiency. Mm. Um, and so, you know, like, for example, if a DB always versus press coverage, he always steps with his, his left foot. Then his inside foot, excuse me, then you don't need to spend time on the, on the line. You need to run right now because you might get a step. If he steps with his right foot, then you might not need to give him something. But those are things that we kind of go over in our meetings and then try to – our look team does a really good job of trying to give that look. And there's the difference.
2: (laughs) I'm like second down, they're going to run this, we get their formation, I'm looking for this route. He's like, yeah, but I see this in the receiver and and you should move on it. And we would argue, and there's the difference. That's why he was great and I was – Okay, and that's why our receivers are great right now.
1: We're going to talk more receiving. We'll talk a little bit more about the win over Davidson, and we'll definitely get into Sacramento State as well. Let's get our first time out. Coach Winston October with Coach Russ Huseman and my broadcast partner, former Spider player as well, Chris Anderson, all-conference Spider player as well, Chris Anderson. Uh, Thanks for being with us here at Glory Days Grill and on 106.1 ESPN, your home of the Spiders.
0: The timeout's over. Now, more behind the web, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network.
1: Shotgun snap, Udinski pumps to the left, throws to the left, Harris open 15-10, dives for the pylon and he's in! Touchdown, Jacob Harris from Reese Udinski with a headlong dive across the goal line
2: by Harris. Good route, well executed, Harris is wide open. But then it's that understanding, hey, I need to get in the end zone again. We talked about it, playoff season, we're diving, we're doing whatever we have to do to get to that pylon
1: jacob harris one of those four spider wide receivers with 50 or more catches josiah williams Jake, Leroy Henley, Nick Janeiro back on Behind the Web. Spider wide receiver coach, Winston October with Coach Usman and me and Chris Anderson alongside as well this afternoon on our playoff edition of Behind the Web. Um, you know, Winston, this is probably a misnomer, and I'm sure you guys didn't go down this road, but kind of one of the thoughts that I heard from Spider fans and us in the media and that sort of thing was all right, Reese Yudinski and Jacob Harris, they've been doing this for a lot of years. We're going to see like 150 completions to Jacob Harris this season because Reese is gonna throw the ball to him. What did you see when the two of them got on campus and started to connect and then you saw what Reese eventually did, which was spread the wealth to all those guys?
4: Yeah, I what I saw was uh a really good connection between uh them and coach Coach Kosh and uh just understanding the system. And once you you know, you understand the system and everyone else buys into the system, then you know it's once Reese, Reese is a really good quarterback. He does a really nice job of dice, you know, understanding what the defense is trying to do. And so everybody being where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there um, is really the, probably a testament to them and, and their hard work that they put into uh, trying to uh, execute the, the offensive scheme that uh, Coach Kosh puts together. So with your vast experience um, as player and coach, right, and you're coming from
2: the CFL, was it an easy adjustment to – I guess to to, to jump into
4: uh, coach Kosh's offense were there changes? were there adjustments or was it pretty simple? you know offensive football is is offensive football like at the end of the day, you know as coach Husman probably talk about defense is trying to stop certain certain uh, cover certain zones and really on offense, you're just trying to put guys in certain certain zones. So I think we have a really good um, uh, working relationship as far as understanding working together our game planning. Uh, what we're trying to attack the defense with. And so, um, to answer your question, I, I just think that, you know, the players know where to go uh, in, in the zones. And so, in the CFL, it's the same thing a um, little spread offense, you know what I'm saying? Um, getting the ball out fast. Uh, in the CFL, you have to snap the ball within 25 seconds. So, you have to get lined up and Dolphins that we ran in CFL, we tried to snap the ball within 16 seconds. Oh, uh, there's wow. your tempo.
1: Yeah, there's there's the tempo for sure. Um, how do those guys kind of know, um, line up where they want to line up, what the options are for them on each
4: particular it's play? This might, might sound rude, but they better know. They better know. <laughs> They're smart guys, right? Uh, they yeah. go to University of Richmond, <laughs> so um, <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where you know you have to make the plays. Uh, we have names for plays that uh probably shouldn't be names but <laughs> <laughs> there are things that the, the guys can remember and so you know there's one words that you can use or you know con uh different concepts if there, as long as everyone knows the concepts then um you can move guys wherever you want but um saying all that to say that if they they're smart guys when they study it and uh, and get repetition on it um uh, that that matters so one of the greatest punt returners in conference history and
2: uh and also a ton of success in the cfl do you do you touch that at all that's I, russ's baby is it that, special
3: that, teams uh, that's russ's
2: baby you know, he's talk got about the, that he's
3: got the punt and he does have punt punt. returners and kick returners yes yeah, he's got them <clears throat>
1: what what is that challenge like for you um there haven't been a whole lot of opportunities really well, this year
4: well i'll be honest with you um as a player um my, my coaching style is, is a little bit different as a player. I, I didn't like it when coaches, like, used to yell at me and tell me, um, talk to me too much before the snap because then what it did is it, it paralyzed me. And so um, Savon is an excellent player. And so and Coach Huseman does a really good job of just saying, hey, Savon, you got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, at the end of the day, when Savon was seven years old and he was running around not thinking about anything, that's kind of like what we want him to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just teaching the basic skills at the beginning and then just keep working on those basic skills and fundamentals because that's what football is really about. You know, all these other stuff everybody talks about <coughs> is really about fundamentals. You, hear, you come to practice, you hear coach talk about that all the time, fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals. And so that's really the easy thing for, for us.
1: And, Russ, you, you, you've been saying it all year. I know I ignore it every week, although in the first half of the show today, I'm going to mention the word special teams, but you have felt really good. Whether it was punt return, kick return, coverage, uh, Trussler, uh, punt the ball, you felt really good
3: about special teams this year, haven't you? We've been solid, um, you know, all the way across the board. Um, you know, in every unit, uh, you know, we're kicking the ball pretty well, uh, our punters and kickers. Um, Savon's doing a great job back, actually, you know we had one uh, last week and, uh, and and I was in the sunday meeting and and I thought he should have returned one and uh I said Savon man this would have been one you, you you had and uh he said yeah he said I the sun was bare. Uh, the sun was right in my eyes. He said, "I just, I just focused on just trying to catch it." And, and that's a smart football player right there. And, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, we've been solid all the way across the board. Mm-hmm. And some units better than other units, but you know, we, we haven't turned the ball over uh, on special teams. Uh, obviously, we gave the big kickoff against New Hampshire. Other than that, we've been really solid. So uh, our guys are kicking it and feel pretty good about it.
1: Chris, forgive me here, because it was a lot of years ago, but my memory is fading. Did you ever try it? Punt return?
2: Kickoff return? No, I turned some kicks. Uh, but never punts. I was the guy on the edge covering the bullet, and I would give Winston the lookout blocks.
4: Lookout. out. Yeah, it, literally Look out. A, it literally was I a lookout. And I, that's, I knew, that's why he's so uh, great. Every, every, time, every time number 12 was over, I, I knew that, hey, okay, <laughs> I'm going to have a free guy over here. So.
2: <laughs> the great ones can make one miss. I just told him straight up, it's going to be my guy. He said, gonna... hey, block block the center. <laughs>
1: But they really have they 've they 've uh, done a done a great job obviously on special teams as well. I, I want to go back to the wide receivers and i 'm not slighting the other guys because we 're going to get to them in the next segment here to the to the jerry garcias and, and uh, Javion Griffins and noah washington 's the world but those four guys. Um, together Winston how would you kind of characterize what the four of them have done I know Jacob got a lot of attention at the outset and Josiah being a local guy Leroy was was back for another season and you know here comes Nick Janeiro who bursts onto the scene and just the way the four of them have come together
4: they have a really good working relationship they do you know uh, they, they're constantly talking to each other uh, even in meetings they're correcting each other they're holding each other accountable when a guy is loafing in practice uh, it's an awesome sight to see when they're actually holding each other accountable, and so uh, they they really truly do want to see each other be successful. And you know, when, little things like, you know, last week we had some perimeter uh, throws, and on the sideline or even before the game, they were talking about, "Hey, I'm gonna make that block. You just you just catch it and make and, and make it happen." Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm really I'm really happy with 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 this group. They've bought into you know being uh, team first you know individual really third mm-hmm. you know um, mm-hmm. so
1: Russ you liked what you saw from that group I remember talking in the very first uh, interview we did in the summertime that you really you know had a good feel for what you were
3: going to get out of the wideout group hard-working group uh, they take pride in what they're doing you can tell they like each other um, it, it's it's a fun group to it's a fun group to watch out there in practice and you know, I was just watching practice today and, and uh, you know, the, 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 the effort that they get, you know, it's helmets. And, you know, normally we do this practice on Friday and it's a lot less. And, you know, now is a Thursday. And, and these guys were running and running and running hard and really trying to execute at a high level, uh, which was pretty good. And all the way across the board as I peeked down at the offense, I, I, I really noticed that today.
1: Uh, let's talk some more about those guys on the other side of the break, and we'll go beyond those four because the others have contributed as well. We'll talk about them with Winston October, Spider-Wide receiver coach Chris Anderson, Russ Usman, Bob Black with you at Glory Days. We'll take our break right at halftime, 1230 on Behind the Web. Again, uh, behind the Web at richmond.edu. If you have a question or comment, 804-327-0888 if you'd like to text it to us. Back to Glory Days in a moment, 1061 ESPN
0: timeout's over now more behind the web live from glory days grill in the Glen eagles shopping center on 1061 espn and the Spiders sports network
1: jerry garcia also in the game now as wide receiver coach winston october goes a little bit deeper in his wide receiver rule griffin and garcia both in the game together on second down the throw over the middle of the field and a touchdown
2: that's Jerry Garcia. There's your speed. Looks very familiar to the play we saw at uh, in- Delaware. We get a one-on-one matchup. Garcia versus the safety, and he just running in a skinny post with that speed. Ball put right on the money by Yudinski. Great play, great execution by the Spiders. Big time touchdown.
1: All right, Coach October, uh, we've replayed the Delaware play probably 100 times already, so I elected not to do it on this show, but since Chris referenced it in the call of the Jerry Garcia touchdown the other day, let me go back first to the Delaware play and tell us what you saw. Obviously, Josiah Williams is out with a hand injury. Jerry Garcia is getting more snaps because of that and what you saw on that play and how confident you were in Jerry Garcia to make a play like that.
4: Well, everything starts in practice. You know, they, they have, obviously have to show it in practice. And, you know, he's, he's done a really nice job. You know, he transitioned from running back to receiver um, and struggled a little bit, you know, catching the football. But he went to work, you know, um, to make sure that he can catch the ball more effectively uh, and efficiently. Uh, and in practice, we had a two-minute period and very similar play. He uh, – about, about the same amount of time, right, Coach? Uh, for the Delaware game, about to same my time in practice, and he caught similar pass. Huh. And so, um, before we went out, I looked at him and was like, "Hey, Jerry, you're in for this two minutes." He's like, "Me? Yeah, you're in." And so, um, <laughs> that
1: gave you a lot of confidence, right there.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, "Oh, coach, okay, let's let's go." You know, and so I think that um, Reese and everybody, the guy, the eleven guys that went out there, had confidence that they were gonna, you know, do what we needed to do to win that game
1: uh chris made the call on the air before the play and said somebody's got to go down someone's got to press that safety and not go to the sticks yeah because everybody was thinking they got to get four yards they're all going to get four or five yards down
4: yeah great call by uh coach kosh and and um uh, you know also uh, i thought it was a, a awesome opportunity by by reese to have confidence to say hey look I'm gonna throw this ball to Jerry. <laughs> you know. And Jerry's is, is probably arguably our fastest guy. If you tell tell that to Josiah, he'll he'll argue for days about it. But I think he is the fastest. Um but yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome to see. Great experience, especially there at the at the tub, they call it, right? But yeah. It was a great experience. Yeah. And, all right, so expand
1: that a little bit. These other guys, what are you seeing from them beyond that group of four that we just talked about? Whether whether it's Jerry or or Griffin or or Washington or that group,
4: and names that we're going to get more familiar with here as we move along. I think the group is like like I mentioned before. They 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 all have a really good working relationship. Even those guys, you know, hold the other guys that are getting more playing time accountable. Um, and 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 it's crazy because in practice, they all get the everyone gets the same reps. Um, the way we section off the practice so they're also getting uh, not only me- mental reps but the physical reps and so um, as coach talked about before the, the the group is is pretty deep and really excited about the the future of of, of spider football. Uh,
1: one of the things that coach and I love to do when we bring players up to the table is go back to the time when you recruited them to become Spiders, right? So let's kind of do a little bit of that here, Russ. What do you remember about your conversations with Winston October as you got set to offer him that position and and bring him on board and bring him back as a Spider onto your staff?
3: Well, he – you know, obviously when I got the job, um, you know, he – He he loves Richmond, and he and he loved being a spider, and you know it was what. How how can I help? What can I do? And and uh, you know he stayed in contact with me. I stayed in contact with him. Um, You know if, if. you know, congratulations or, you know, good luck this year, or whatever it was. And and I, th- I can't remember the first time I had spoken to him about a job. I can't remember it. He was up in Canada, and he said no. Um, it may have been one or, once or twice. Um, and, then, and then obviously this time it worked out. But uh, I think maybe the, the one was a DB job, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think I'll, wow. I talked to him about coaching the DBs. He didn't want to do that. He's an offensive guy now, Chris. Wow. I mean, that's the bottom line. <laughs> so there goes this friendship of yeah. 30 years. We're trying, man. I'm <laughs> so, trying to hold on. <laughs> I tell you what. So yeah, he. But uh, and this time it worked out, and I'm glad it did. He's doing a great job. What do you remember about all that?
4: Winston is his coach on point with all of this, or what? Yeah, he's um, he's pretty. He's he's on point, you know. And and you know, big thing for for me was you know COVID. COVID really changed my mindset on uh, this profession and uh, what's important. And what's important to me is my family. Um, my mom lives an hour hour away, hour and 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And so um, during COVID, while we were up in Canada, we weren't. my kids weren't able to see their grandmother. And so I wasn't able to see my mom. And so this opportunity happened. And so we just continued to uh, see if it, it could work out. And uh, like Coach said, he had talked about a DB deal. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm about catching balls, <laughs> not knocking them down. When sorry. did that change, Winston? <laughs> when did that change for you? It, it was always that way. Really? <laughs> it
1: was. You should have been yeah. a wide receiver at Richmond. Is that what you're saying?
4: Oh no, well, a, that's another story. Another day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I'll I'll share I'll share this with you. Uh, you know, uh, Coach had played. Remember the game, the Howard game, Coach. I had called you right after the Howard game. You guys had beaten them pretty good. And i called and i was like coach but congratulations man that was an awesome win you guys really oh, i'll tell you what they go we have so much work to do and i'm looking at the I like i had to go back and like after the conversation i like, had to go back and look at the score like i thought they blew them out but you know just being part of coach staff understanding that you know uh, attention to detail and, and not being satisfied that that's that's in line with my with my morals and so uh having the ability to be here and do that and and uh, making sure the receivers, he doesn't have to worry about them. Um, that's 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 something I'm excited about, you know.
2: Yeah, I'd like to take a little bit of credit on uh, getting Mr. October back here as well. I would uh, I would call him. I would call him on a regular basis. We talk almost all the time, and um, and I would I would want to talk about the game and what's going on. I would go to update him. He's like, oh yeah yeah, I watched the film. I'm like, dude, you're, you're in Canada. What do you mean you watched the whole game? Yeah, I watched the whole game. Huh. I broke some things down. There's, you know, yeah, they're getting there. They're they're, getting, they're They need to do this, but they're getting there. And I'm like, why don't you just come back? Like, when are you just going to come back? And then, you know, COVID happened, and, and obviously our conversation changed. And I was uh, excited to get him back. Bigger picture, Chris, when you guys were playing together
1: here at Richmond, did you see Coach in Coach October back then? Oh wow,
2: I did not. No, huh? um, I don't know. I Maybe a little bit. I mean, I think everybody, if if they're not just a good player but an intelligent player, Mm -hmm. uh, you can see it. So maybe that's what I saw. Like, you know, I I just thought, like, dude, there's no way – how are you going to teach that? Like like when I t- said he's a hashtag guy, he had hashtags <laughs> back in the 90s. Like, how are you going to teach that? How are you going to – how would you do that? I probably wouldn't have been able to see that, but I knew he had a good understanding of the game, good feel for the game. And most of all, he just – he just uh, guys wanted to play for him, man. I remember being out on the field like, you know, if, if Winston October was out there, man, we got a shot. Coach Isman, have you bought into all these hashtags? When's in October?
3: Do you even pay any attention to them or just leave that to the uh, – I, I – <laughs> no, I don't – I stop reading when it's tweeted and the tweet's over. Yeah. Like you said, Chris Anderson's a good guy. And then he'll hashtag about three things. I never see the has- as soon as it's Chris Anderson's a good guy. I stop. I can care less about hashtags. It's probably a good thing.
1: <laughs> but obviously, your your guys have responded uh, to that to that really really well. Um, all right, let's drill down a little bit here in the time we got we got remaining. Uh, obviously, Sacramento State is good at everything that they do, Winston, including on the defensive side. I think they're you know really good in most of their defensive categories in the Big Sky. Can you compare them? This is the the Question I've gotten asked the most popular this week for both of you guys. Can you compare them to anybody that we see during the year? Um, because obviously, there's no similar opponents at all, being on opposite sides of the country. What have you seen from their defense? They got the defensive player um, of the year over there as well in their conference.
4: I, I would I would say this. I would say that you know there is no comparison. Uh, they they are a good football team. They're 11 and 0 for a reason. Uh, they played some. Some really tough games that they've won. Um, we we do our ha, have our hands. You know, uh, our hands are going to be pretty full with them. Um, obviously, number five is a, is a is a heck of a player. He's probably an NFL player, um, and, and he's going to present some issues for us. Their D line gets up the field. Um, I can't speak for the their offense, but mm-hmm. you know, um, I will say this. You know, like I have a lot of confidence in our offensive line. I think Coach Ross done a really nice job. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of confidence in Coach Kosh uh and his ability to, to dial up the place. A lot of confidence in our in our running backs and our tight ends. And so um I think it's gonna be a great game, great atmosphere. Uh and and I I, I do believe our team has been battle tested. Uh we're gonna have to really dig back to, you know, our our Delaware game, you know, and even our Elon game. Mm-hmm. Remember remember what that was like, especially if it's raining. Um but you know coach does a really nice job of you know allowing us to kind of put our players in the positions where they can prepare themselves um and i think they are a really really good football team they they can play in the CAA and they're a good football they're, they're a good football team however um there there is no comparison because they are they, there's a reason why they're 11 and 0 man <laughs> there's a reason why they're number 2 in the nation yep. you know um so we just got to be we got to be on our game Coach Usman, I know you've studied their offense. Uh, break that down a little bit for us.
1: the two quarterback system. I know there's an old adage in, in football that if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. That is not the case uh, with Sacramento State, and they got a running back who was
3: the Big Sky Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, it, it all revolves around the running back in their mm-hmm. running game. Uh, everything. Uh, you know, this, this 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 the running back is tremendous. Uh, I think I've said it. He's the best one in, in the last however many years I've been a head coach, uh, best running back I've seen. Um, tremendous balance. You know, the two-quarterback system, you just got to kind of – you know, they're both really good players. you got a game plan uh, based on which one's in the game. And uh, you make calls based on who's in the game you make decisions based on which one's in the game but uh they're both efficient they're both uh leading the team uh down the field and getting first downs and scoring touchdowns they're they're really good up front uh you know their wide outs they don't get talked about as much uh just because of the running game. And the and really, the, the, the two guys that get talked about quite a bit is number four, their running back, and then their quarterback, number 10, mm-hmm. because he scored so many touchdowns this year. So those two guys really – as you, as you start to digest it, you know, those are the two guys right off the bat. Now, they're good at wide out, so, I mean, we just can't fall asleep back there. I mean, we're going to have to play really well in the secondary and, and handle our matchups there, but uh, it's a good football team. Well, Coach, you know, we talked to some people out there, uh, to uh, different people in the league, you know, because when you don't really know – you know the team, and you. you so we've we've talked to uh, you know some people out there, and, and the consensus is, and I've heard it more than once from different teams in their league. This is the they are the best coached team in the league, and this is coming from a head coach at one of the teams they played. Just said by far the best coached team in the league, and that that was i, I heard that multiple times from multiple people as we research researching Sacramento State, huh? Troy Taylor is the coach yeah. um, who was the coach of the year in
1: the Big Sky. Yeah. To go along with uh, Cameron Scataboo is number four. Coaches deal with numbers on uniforms for our fans who are going to watch the game on ESPN Plus or listen to us on the radio, okay? Skadaboo is the running back. The quarterback the coach referenced, number 10, is Asher O'Hara. The other quarterback is number 12, Jake Dunaway. And then uh, the uh, the nickelback, I guess, right, uh, Winston, that, that Coach October referenced, number five, is Marte Mapu, um, who has coached. Coach October said has had a great year, the defensive player of the of the year in, in the Big Sky Conference as well. Real quick before we get a break, uh Russ, and, and we'll wrap it up here in a couple of moments. You did mention the schedule is a little different for your guys this week. Um you talk all the time about, hey, they they're the same Tuesday, Wednesday in first week of December as they were the first week in September. How has this week gone with a little change in, in the schedule? Well
3: we flipped uh we normally go fast we walk through on Thursday, go fast Friday. Uh, on Fridays, and we didn't want to do – because we do do a lot on Fast Friday. I mean, we actually do a lot. And we didn't want to be in the opponent's stadium. You know, they, they say they'll, you know, keep an eye, you know. But the, as coaches, you're paranoid. And so we made the decision to move back Fast Friday this morning. And tomorrow we'll go out there and really not even have a walkthrough. We're just going to go out there and let them run around and throw ball drills and run some routes and, and, and break a sweat so they're doing something out there. And then we'll have a walkthrough at the hotel. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's get a final break in because we're
1: falling behind a little bit. Great conversation up here today. So let's get a break in. We've got a couple questions for you off the text and email line, and we'll wrap it up with Coach Ock and Coach Usman and Chris Anderson when Behind the Web continues in a moment on 1061 ESPN.
0: Being you up to date with Richmond football, this is Behind the Web, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 1061 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Network.
1: Hey, let me give everyone a couple of uh, program notes, broadcast reminders for this weekend. While we still have a few minutes here, so don't rush through it too much. Saturday's game obviously is at five Eastern time. It is on ESPN Plus. If you already have an ESPN Plus subscription for other Spider Sports in the Atlantic Ten, as long as it's current, it will work um, for this game on Saturday. It will also be on at Buffalo Wild Wings, which is our official watch location over on West Broad Street. They have guaranteed us. They will stream it, put it on the televisions, and we hope for a big spider crowd out there so you can watch it at Buffalo Wild Wings as well. We'll have the radio broadcast, Matt Smith, Chris Anderson, who are both here today. We're all getting on the plane with the guys later this afternoon, and we'll be out in Sacramento, and we'll have the radio call starting at 4.30 Eastern Time on uh, saturday afternoon and if you're looking for spider basketball that game is at william and mary saturday night at seven o'clock they moved it from two to seven because william and mary has a home playoff game at two that's on flow sports so if you have a flow sports package from our CAA football games it will work for that that game on radio will be on Classic Country 104.3 FM. So if you're looking for spider basketball on the radio, 104.3 FM with Robert Fish and Greg Beckwith on the call for that one. All right, Coach Huesman, I got a question I think you're going to like because it involves special teams. Uh, came right. off of our text line. How do you decide whether you're using Jake Larson or Andrew Lopez? And I assume that
3: means both kickoffs and field goals. How are you doing that? Well, um, we had met when when Jake came back. We made the decision that he was going to kick off and uh, and kick long field goals, and then Andrew was going to continue to kick the extra points and the short field goals. Andrew earned that right uh, to do that, and uh, you know he's he's been really good. We went into I think it was last week's game, and Jake's hamstring was bothering him a little bit, and he said I don't know if I can kick off. So Andrew went back out there and and kicked off for us again. And uh, but this week Jake will kick off and uh, kick anything probably if the ball's inside the 25, Lopez will kick it if it's outside. The twenty-five, then uh, Jake will kick it. They just kind of stand there, and they actually—they tug uh, at your <laughs> sleeve and—nah, they just kind of stand there like puppy dogs. Come on, <laughs> feed me, you know. <clears throat> but that's good. They both want to kick. Absolutely. They're both confident. You know, Jake. You know, Jake hit a forty-seven-yarder last week, and uh, and Lopez made all his kicks. So uh, proud of those two guys. And and uh, you know, for Jake, you know, he could have hung his head, and and uh, he didn't. He said, Coach. I'll kick off, long field goals. I just want to help the team win, so awesome. great
1: awesome. deal. So the 25-yard line is about your demarcation point for them, right, where the yeah. ball is? Obviously. Yes. Okay, got it. Hey, uh, fellas, Chris Winston, what do you remember? I understand we were on the wrong side of the scoreboard, but what do you remember about your playoff experience? Did, did it feel different than regular season football, and are you kind of seeing that from, from the guys
2: this year? Because This, this is exciting times. Yeah, I know. For me, um, we played uh, that Thanksgiving yep. week, Weekend. and that that's always a tough one because uh, you know the crowd's going to be a little different. Uh, the, the, the students aren't there. The week uh, was different, so I, I remember I remember that. And then um, you know I think it was still 16 teams uh, for the playoffs when we played. Yeah. So uh, you know so that that I think there was a level of intensity. that was a little different. So I mean, first round you're you're playing a team that's undefeated or one loss. Mm-hmm.
4: So that's those are the things I remember yeah and and there was no buy, I don't believe no, right. and so like we we kind of went right from playing William & Mary to playing Lehigh. and uh the one thing I do remember is is uh we got up fourteen nothing against Lehigh, yes. and then I didn't mean to bring up bad memories, believe me, <laughs> oh yeah, well, you know. Thanks. <laughs> um, You'll still but, talk to me and
1: fist bump me? Yes. Okay, yes.
4: Um, But I just remember, you know, that halftime game at, – at halftime – not halftime, excuse me. After the first quarter, we were up 14-0. And at the time, UMass was playing McNeese State, and they were beating McNeese State. So we were talking about playing McNeese State there in the first quarter. And the next thing you know, the score is 14-14. And so uh, that was an experience to, to – Tell, tell these guys mm-hmm. as well like you got to stay in the moment and uh, we had never been in, in that position before right. mm-hmm. which we would have known to stay in the moment because that we ended up losing 24 23 um but um, yeah it's a great experience though to, to have the ability after four years to uh four years of not making playoffs to make the playoffs
1: yep and the <coughs> same risk can be said about this group too and it sounds like they've embraced it and yet they're they're no different from week to week uh, I think it would absolutely shock all of us if anything like what Winston was just talking about happened with this group they have been you know so point on and, and mature all year long right
3: yeah I mean, it's a focus group uh you know nothing really uh, affects them either way I mean they just kind of go out there and do their deal and this trip out to California you don't think that's going to find you got a lot of guys who probably have never been out there right I think I saw that, the thing on Twitter. A lot of them, as they're walking by, answering the question, and a lot of them said they hadn't been out there. Some said they have. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I've only been out to California one time for a coaching convention. Uh, never played football out there before.
2: Coach, I just want to say. I just want to say I'm so proud that you were on Twitter, man. I'm just so <laughs> so proud. that you threw me off. You, you looked at. Well, Twitter? I follow 25 people. 25. Only. Oh wow.
3: <laughs> only 25. Bob's one of them. My fam, my kid. You know, whoever's with my family. Uh, Richmond football. So that one, that's where it always shows up. Is
2: um, on. Uh, we're gonna to try to be 26, so I'll, I'll be looking <laughs> nah. to see if you. Oh, uh, come on! You got I'm not adding, hey, addin'. Chris.
3: A nah. matter of fact, I'm starting to delete yeah, too. There's could. a few. There's a few that I'm about to get rid of. And uh, there's reasons for that. So if you if you get deleted, then I didn't like who you retweeted or, or liked or any of that. It's 25 minutes. <laughs> I, I wouldn't take Believe me, I do it reluctantly.
1: I do it because the job kind of calls uh, to do it. Winston-October, thank you, my friend. Thanks for, having Thanks for being here, Chris it. Anderson. Yeah. Thanks for doing a little double duty. Russ, thank you. Good Thanks, luck Bob. this weekend. We'll see appreciate you on the plane this afternoon. Again, Spiders are playing. We'll have another show. Uh, tune us in Saturday afternoon for Spider Playoff Football, One oh six one ESPN.
0: You've been listening to Behind the Web from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center featuring head coach Russ Huseman. Today's show has been brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet and Virginia 529. Join us throughout the college football season for Behind the Web presented by Glory Days Grill. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship station of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive Producer, Mitchell Bradley. This has been a presentation of Playfly Sports in association with Richmond Sports Properties.